Hello, my name is Coach Pav and you're listening to Pavcast. Thanks for tuning in and this is going to be my podcast on how to be a complete or holistic cyclist. If you often listen to my podcast, have read my blog, or even my book, The Guide to Truly Effective Cycling, you'll know how much I reference my ambitions to turn my clients into complete cyclists. It's part of always trying to ensure that my athletes are prepared for every eventuality in a more holistic way than what typical coaching does. I'll be discussing today how to become complete in your training and how to become complete in your events, plus giving you my top focus areas so you can go away and try this out yourself. Becoming complete in training. The reality is that unless you are looking at your training holistically, you'll never really unleash all your potential. Of course, there's a degree of accurately gauging your commitment to be made. You're only human and there is a line to be drawn between reaching your goals and loving every moment of the journey towards them. Sadly, in the pursuit of cycling performance improvements, we often forget that riding is supposed to be fun. You've probably heard people talk about the cycling training you complete only making up a fraction of the performance improvements that you make with a larger proportion of those gains coming from your nutrition. I agree with this, eating healthy will increase your cycling performance. You don't need to eat perfectly, but the closer you can get to eating healthy all the time, the stronger a cyclist you will become. There's not a huge excuse to neglect this area either. You have to eat, so it might as well be healthy, at least some of the time. How you approach your hydration is another key area to looking at your training holistically. While we all usually acknowledge that we need to eat differently, we often don't understand how personal we need to hydrate too. We often all sweat different volumes of fluid and different concentrations of electrolytes. Replenishing these will make a massive difference to an individual's performance, so personalising a hydration strategy is a wise factor to spend some time on. You probably know that your cycling performance improvements aren't actually realised on the bike. They happen later after your body has had adequate time to recover. You can, of course, aid your body on its mission to recover. Many factors will contribute to your body recovering faster. The easiest win might be optimising your sleep but making simple decisions based on if it will help or hinder your recovery will help develop your recovery mindset. For example, next time you're faced with this choice, take the lift or elevator rather than the stairs. Your legs will thank you. If you've read my book, you will know how big of an emphasis I place on developing the right mentality. I actually believe that our performance improvements come more from mentality than they do from training or nutrition. How you develop your mentality to improve your cycling performance is a huge area, but worth spending some time on. Adding in meditation, mindfulness and gratitude practice, positive mental attitude training and motivation work is a great start to developing that winning mentality. Understanding the metrics and how to analyse your data is crucial if you're self-coaching. I always encourage my clients to ask questions about what their data means, what I'm looking for and what markers we want to see as we improve. Spending a little time learning how to use your power meter, how to use the analytical software you're using and other similar areas will really help you visualise and focus on the right area. I can't stress this next one highly enough, but learning to ride your bike is incredibly important. Of course, I'm sure almost everyone listening can. But do you have the correct posture? Are you pedalling efficiently? Can you climb a hill efficiently? Or are you losing loads of time descending or on the flats because you can't ride well in a group? If you aren't working with a coach, consider filming yourself and comparing this to how-to videos. 
I often use Dartfish or Coach's Eye with my non-local clients to show them how to correctly perform a given technique or skill. The last factor I like to work with my clients on in training to help them become more complete is their tactics. This can be simple race tactics, such as breaking away, sprinting, bridging a gap, and so on. But often this is as simple as a pacing strategy for their sportive or grand fondo. It might be a wet weather or winter riding strategy, or it might be as simple as us looking at a course recce video to ensure there aren't any nasty surprises. A little time spent here will be the icing on the cake as you head towards your events, and it will build positive habits for all your training and competition. Top focus areas. Summarising on what I've said above, here are my top focus areas for becoming a complete cyclist in training. Nutrition, hydration, recovery, mentality, data analysis, technique and tactics. Becoming complete in your events. Unfortunately, you can't really skip ahead to this part. You do really need to lay the groundwork in training for any of this to make sense or actually work. Thankfully, if you've followed my advice and done everything that I've said in training, actually finishing this last and much smaller section will be really easy. You can eat healthy and support your training, but if you neglect to be focused on your fueling of events, you will quickly pay the price. You should have an idea of how long it will take you to complete your event and how demanding it will be. Creating a sportive or grand fondo nutrition plan will make a huge difference. The main point from this is to ensure that you spend time in training to ensure your gut is adapted to it. With dehydration causing decreases in performance of at least 10%, it is wise to ensure that you actually follow your hydration plan on race day too. While relatively similar to how you approach your daily hydration needs, it's often an area that is easily forgotten in the excitement of your main event. It is important to acknowledge that you have dark periods during your event. There will be times when you wonder why you are bothering, or if it's even okay to pitch up at the nearest cafe and wait for the support vehicle. If you've been spending some time developing your mentality and training, this should be easy. Utilising visualisation and power words, think Gentsy's shut up legs, will help you push through the darkness. This is where your warm-up is crucial. Even if you're going off at an easy pace and there is minimal risk of injury, having a warm-up routine will help you get in the zone and place both your mind and body in a steady rate to smash this ride. Lastly, and specific to your event, your tactics will play a huge part. Not focusing on raising tactics such as breaking away, but more on your pacing plan, wet weather plan, and any other factor that is specific to your actual ride. This really depends on the type of event, and might not be too dissimilar to what you do in training, but spending some time ensuring that you have the right tactics in place will make the day go a lot smoother. Remember to control your controllables, and not worry too much about the rest. Top focus areas. So to summarise what I've said above, here are my top focus areas for becoming a complete cyclist in your events. Your fueling plan, hydration plan, mentality, pre-race routine and your tactics. And that concludes my short podcast on how to be a complete or holistic cyclist. Thanks for tuning in. If you're on my website, please make sure you subscribe to my mail list so you don't miss any more content that I drop. And if you're listening on my podcast, please make sure you subscribe and share with your friends. Thank you. Once again, I'm Coach Pav. You've been listening to Pavcast and have an awesome day.